Welcome to Unplanned Trek, the show that has an LMA, not just a DMA. I'm Andrew. I'm Isaac. And, um, mate, it's good to be back. It is. And we're going to watch Disco for the first time since the start of the year. Very early, wasn't it? it and was. I'm so pleased with this because genuinely a good show. It is. And it's got to be interesting to watch it because the way I've done Discovery is the way that they've broadcast it, which has been in order. But because it's series-long story arcs... We're going to jump right in the middle of um, season four. four. Yeah. yeah, so jump jumping into disco is a bit weird because, yeah. like you said, it's uh, but you know season four though. I just so love season four. Yeah, it is beautiful. So much yeah. unique stuff in season four. Like yeah. it, it, everybody on the bridge is a commander. That's right. Apart from the two captains. That's right. Yeah, and yeah. each ship needs two captains. How bad does Harry Kim feel? Yeah, <laughs> like seven years of literally getting them back to the Alpha Quadrant, still an ensign. <laughs> Disco, everyone's a commander. So Disco jumped 930 years, is that right? About that, yeah. About that. Give and so Voyager, Who's counting? Voyager would be about 800 years ago. Yes. Harry Kim is still an ensign. Oh, totally. <laughs> 830 <laughs> years later. Yeah, oh, yeah. without question. He's probably still alive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah well, he would be. Yeah. And he's, because, in fact, his, his fate is to remain immortal and forever an ensign. The immortal ensign. That's right. That's a good name for a book, wouldn't it? What, the Immortal Ensign? I would watch the Immortal Ensigns play at the local pub. Good band. Yeah. 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 Up, just up at the Longley. Yeah, the Longley International. Longley International. Who sponsor our podcast? Of course they do. <laughs> Hello to everybody at the Longley International right now. Um, quick, um, just a spoiler alert. Uh, we are recording this on a uh, holiday festive period, aren't we? We are. Yes. But we're not going to upload it. Till <laughs> some months from now. That's right. We're not going to tell you which festive period either, just so you can mm. sort of have an, a rough idea. It's one of your top 12 festive periods of the year. Oh, it is actually. Yeah, yeah it's one of the top top 12. <laughs> Couldn't squeeze into the top 10. No, not quite. Right. Although top, you can be in the top 12 and the top 10. Yeah, okay, that's how numbers work, isn't that's it? That's right. Stop bringing... No, you're confusing me now. Um, speaking of numbers, do you think oh. it's weird, right, that we've got different languages in the world, right, but we, uh, all, but, we, we, all agree, but we all agree that the number three written down the way that we do it in an English-speaking country mm. is the same way as the three would be understood in Italy? I think it's weird that numbers aren't different in different places. But hang on, is only three the same or are the other numbers That was the same? my example. Oh, yeah. right. Because I wasn't going to use four as an example. That would have been ridiculous. Oh, totally up, unheard of. Yeah. And, re- yeah, completely. Um, I don't think that's weird. I okay. think you've overthought that. Oh, well, I, this is the, what keeps me up at night. You've really... And, and the podcast. You need to settle down a bit, okay, and get back on the meds because I don't, this is far too deep for this show. Well, I can't afford that. How no. about we put on some Star Trek, we'll watch this episode, and, and, and um, then we'll talk about it. And it'll help us to centre ourselves. <laughs> Centred. To watch the show. And we're back from watching the show. Stormy weather, mate. It's not what I thought. I was expecting a bumpy ride through space with lots of asteroids and meteorites and maybe even a 
combination of the two. No, but of course, come on, who was helming the episode? Two takes for aches. That's right. Yeah, who watches the show? He does, he loves it. Listens to it, I guess. Yeah. He can't really watch this. Um, he does what our our regular listeners do. He He's liked it, he's subscribed to it, and Absolutely. he gets notifications when we put up a new one. What a great idea. Who yeah. would have thought you could do that That's with a podcast? Right. Yeah. Right. But, you know, you just knew there was going to be jazz at some point. There was in jazz. The episode. Yeah. And there was. And uh, as I said to you, it's about the notes you don't hear. And there wasn't any instrumentation. It was just a cappella, wasn't it? But it was about the... the you know, there could have been. There was. It was a. There was going to be a trombone at yeah. some point, yeah. but he had to move on to the next scene. Maybe it got cut by the editor. Oh no! That was does, no. It, does two takes freaks have final cut? Well, he does if there's jazz. Mm. He's mm. got the. He's got dispensation in his contract. Yeah, there has to be jazz, and don't you dare cut that shit. Yes. Otherwise, I will cut you. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah that's true. Because he does that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And he's edited some of our podcasts. Oh, he gets rage mad sometimes. He, he gets very angry mm. in, in post. And that's what we call it here in the we biz. Do. Oh, in the biz. Yeah, yeah, fix it in post. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, there's, you could not fix this in post. All right. There's not enough post to fix this. Well, I've said what hasn't happened in this episode. There, was, there wasn't stormy weather. How about you give us a bit of a recap of what happened for the... Some of our listeners just listened to us talk and haven't watched the episode this week. Right, so the Discovery flies into non-space... Mm-hmm. Then tries to escape from non-space, ends up in unspace, mm-hmm. and tries to escape from unspace by going into dis-space, <laughs> and then tries to get out of dis-space by leaving. Meanwhile, Grey's at the space bar. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Playing a game that centres you that isn't golf. And then we discover who the bad guy is. Yeah. So that's my summary of the episode. Yeah. Um, I understood it, but only because I watched the episode. For, so for right. for normal terrestrials out there. Normal people. Yeah. Um, what happens? Um, Discovery, I think, finds a hole in space, goes through it and realises they're in non-space, but they can't get out of it. The crew come up with various ways to get out of it, which all seem... All of which were crap. Yep, they were. They even tried to do their um, Discovery thing where they can jump anywhere, mm. and it nearly knocks... Book her out. Yeah. So that didn't work. I mean, like, you know, um, just because he hasn't actually jumped the Discovery before ever. that's right. Throw him in at the deep end, that's okay. Yeah, I guess anyone could have done the jump. (laughs) There's a reason why they put Booker in there. I don't know if they Um, they mentioned it. They had some idea that they wanted wanted Stamets to watch the the console. Yeah, well, that's important too. Yeah, except that every other time they jump, they get him to do the jump. Yeah. And no one watches the console. That's right. No, they don't need any console watching. <laughs> um, they also... So I'm taking over your segment. Oh, no, that's fine. Just, but I didn't like the... I think the explanation for why we can't just put her in reverse, mm. just sling her in reverse and just back out of there, mm. that wasn't very plausible. Oh, that was the least plausible bit. Yeah. Because, um, like, if you, if you drive somewhere and you don't know where you're driving, so you just bang her in reverse and go back the way you came, that's a pretty standard procedure for not getting well, lost. Well, they did try it. Oh. They did try putting it on the reverse. You know, you could hear the beep, beep, beep. Oh, that's right. It didn't go. Yeah, yeah that's right. So, yeah. you see, the thing is then, the fact that they didn't know which way to go was really, in my mind, would have been outweighed by the fact that they couldn't go anyway. Yeah. And I guess when you're in non-space, can you tell that you, if you're moving or not? Like, how do you tell? Oh, because the non-space moves in the opposite direction. As you? Yeah. So, you, therefore, it counters, it counters each other out and you're standing still. Oh, no. Oh, Newton's 12th law. 
Oh, I didn't get the, the number 12 again. Yeah. <gasps> this is odd, isn't it? Do you think we're well, in a... Do you just want it being an even number. Are we in a causality loop here? Oh, yeah. Yeah, welcome to Unplanned Trek. <laughs> Maybe the, we the are. The trick that has the LMA and the DMA. Oh. Is that what you said? Yeah, absolutely. Really? So what that means is that we've probably done this episode 87 times now. At least. And we wouldn't know, yeah, would we? We wouldn't know. Until Kelsey Grammer turns up. Yep, that's right. Yeah. So, so Fraser Turney's going to turn up. Yeah. And get us out of the causality loop. Yeah. I don't reckon Fraser would do a very good job of that. He's a bit neurotic. I'd rather have his dad. His dad was cool. <laughs> or the dog? Oh, the dog was cool. Yeah. The dog was very cool. Um, I'm oh, Daphne. Still... Daphne was cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, not me, not. Me not was not cool. Oh, sorry. Um, Back at the ranch. <laughs> Um, I think the word he's looking for is anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, any hooser. Um, Booker um, discovers his dad somehow, who's already died. Mm, along with um, everyone else on the planet. And that was from this mycelial network jump that didn't work. His, mm. dad, his dad kind of appeared, apparated, if you like. He did apparate. Um, and kind of or just operate. threw shade at Booker for the rest of the episode. Totally dissed him big yeah. time. Yeah, and um, eventually um, Zora has a bit of a breakdown but overcomes it to get... To pull the ship back into real space by playing a game, by playing uh, yeah, playing Parisi squares or three D chess or it looked like checkers. 4D chess. It yeah. looked like Chinese checkers where you have the star and you have to make all the marbles yeah, go the other side. But it looked like Did you ever play that? Yeah, I, I have. Oh, yeah, it's good. Hi Nan. Good game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Holiday House. That was a shack game, wasn't it? Yeah, and there was always at least three marbles missing. Yeah, yeah, and you, yeah, you couldn't get a victory. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, and that's that's essentially what happened in the episode this week. Hmm. I think we need to ascribe some points in this episode, like we do each week. We do, absolutely. Yeah. Where, where are we going to start? Let's start with this one. If you didn't like Chrysalis, then you were not alone. But is this one better than the voyage home? So what we do here is we we treat every episode that we've done so far in the podcast like it's the first time we've ever watched it. Absolutely. Each other episode doesn't quite exist yet. Mm. So at the moment, we've got The Voyage Home, Star Trek Four, The One with the Whales, as the best Star Trek we've watched, and the DS9 episode, Chrysalis, as the worst episode we've watched. Possibly the worst episode of television ever made. Yes, it, it did render me impotent. I mean, they're all... Oh, was that what it that's did? It, it? That's how it happened. You were so, it was so yeah. disappointing when I heard that. <laughs> yeah. The episode or the impotence? <laughs> well, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. If you haven't watched Chrysalis and also... Don't. Yeah, and also want to be impotent. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's 44 minutes of your time that you could spend there watching yeah. that DS9 episode. So what we do is we try to look at this episode and go, is it better than the best one or is it worse than the worst one? Do you have strong feelings one way or the other on this one? Andrew? Well, it's better than Chrysalis. Yes. Um, and the, the it's not as good as the one with the whales, be, mm. only because the episode ultimately you could watch five minutes of that to understand season four because this is the episode that has the pivotal moment they discover where the DMA is from and that it is being it has been created by intelligent beings mm-hmm. from outside the galaxy. The Run DMA. Yeah, the Run DMA, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, as yeah. as we as we properly should call it, yeah. Um, and so um so you know, the whole episode served as a very important plot point, but it could have been summarized. Like it, it, it could have been an email. 
It could have been a what? It could have been an email. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It didn't have to be a meeting. It didn't need to be a Zoom meeting. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Could um, have been an email. Part two to this um, segment is, if this was your first go at Star Trek, would you watch it again? Oh, yes, because, it, it, I mean, it, remember, every episode of Disco ends on a brand new, a fresh cliffhanger because you're led to a different part of the story. I didn't feel this was a cliffhanger ending, though. This, oh, right. It felt like, to me... We're back in real space. Oh, it was more a reveal. It was a reveal, though. Yeah. It was a reveal. Yeah. Um, although we did... Oh, we're not all alive. No. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yes. Yeah. Spoiler alert. We'll get to that. Okay, we will yeah. get to that. Um, we did get to Starfleet headquarters and we didn't see Admiral Vance. No, we wanted Admiral. Which was very disappointing on my part. And um, who's the guy that's Section 31 but never says Section 31 that I like? David Cronenberg. Yeah, what's his character's name? David Cronenberg. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. He's only referred to as, as David Cronenberg and Man with Glasses in the 32nd Century. That's right. So it's great to know that my actual other profession will still survive. Yeah. Like, but, but doesn't he say that it's only for the fashion? Like, I, I he just, likes the frames? I guess, yeah, someone had to sell him the frames. I See, so. I just like yeah, the fact that, 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 you know, this actual job that I do, the, that I go to, that makes money, as opposed to this podcast, which makes a fortune, of course, like, <laughs> I always thought that I will eventually be made redundant. I have to be. Like, at some point, people will be able to fix... Optical needing, issues? Yeah, yeah. Like robots and stuff. Yeah. Like Geordie. Yeah. Someone's... Yeah, so... so, 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 so um, excuse me. No, that's su- okay. Suppose is a, it's You're a really hard word to say, suppose, but I suppose someone had to make the visor. I find Porthos hard to say. You're true. Imagine if I tried to say that word. Uh, good. Yeah. Excellent. So, yeah, um, but I, apparently David Cronenberg is single-handedly keeping optometrists in the 32nd century in business. God bless him. Well, he only has one frame. Yeah. Yeah, but it's a good frame. It's it not, looks good it's, on him. It's chunky. It's yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's a thick frame. It is pretty, you know, but, I mean, he should have a spare. He should always have a spare. Yeah. Because if you could break him. I would watch more Star Trek if this was my first. Oh, absolutely, yeah. because the characters are so engaging. Yeah. You and just... It's so interesting because you, you, you've got, like, it gives you enough of, yeah, this Saru guy's pretty mm. pretty mellow. That's right. He's always coming out with the wise words. Yeah, and we had a nice doctor. Mm. We had a not-so-nice doctor. Yeah, we've got cranky doctor and nice doctor. Yeah, and we've, um, got not, we've got nice doctor's husband who was cranky, now has social mm. skills. But you don't, see, if you watch this episode first, you wouldn't know us old Stamets, would you? No, you would know socially awkward Stamets, but not... Yeah, but not because he was a arrogant bastard to everybody. Yeah, he was particularly to yeah, yeah, but just everyone yeah. in general. Like yeah. the guy was just st- up himself completely. In yeah. fact, I used to wonder about like Hugh. You could do so much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. it's okay because they he he finally because he died and then broke up with him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was a bit wrong. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But anyway, the point being, they're interesting characters, even if you don't quite get. You know, to know them well in this episode, mm. but we'd give it a go. Absolutely. The Riker. Was there a mourn hub? There was. There's one worth talking about. Okay. Before we do talk about that, you've mm. probably noticed, dear listener, mm. a little bit of background noise maybe this episode, and in truly a sentence I never thought I'd hear myself saying on this podcast, there is your family and my family are shelling peas. 
That's true. Over there in the dining room table. And that is exactly how it sounds. Yeah, they are literally yeah. shelling peas. Yeah, yeah, so if you're driving or listening to us under headphones where you go for a walk or exercising... Um, oh, I laughed at that because I'm not exercising. But um, that's what the noise is about. You don't need to look oh, to your left or to your right. And someone peed on the floor. There are she- shelled peas on the floor. We are now going to do the section where we look at... The, the romance or the boom chucka wow wow of the oh, episode. Okay, I'm concerned because I didn't I I must have missed this. You you did well there wasn't the boom chucka. Okay, but there was the wow wow? There was a wow wow. Yeah. <laughs> Who put um, the wham in the whamalanger? Where did I write it? Here we go. Um so Booker and and Michael. Mm. Oh there was they a had farewell. Love you moment. There was a farewell kiss. There was a farewell kiss, there was a big cuddle. Oh. Um, and I wondered if that was enough to get them points or if that's just what we do before and after we finish our episodes of Unplanned Trek. I don't think we need to really go into that. But do they get a point? That's from our Patreon, isn't it? Oh, yeah, that's from our OnlyFans. Our webcam. Oh, yeah, yeah OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah we, we, we actually have no fans. <laughs> yeah, we, we're, we're not, on a separate website called No Fans. We're not making any money from that part. No. But we're throwing a lot of time at we it. We certainly are. <laughs> and, and I think that's good. You've got to engage with the audience yeah. or not. So do they get points? Oh, yeah, totally. And do we get points? Uh, we we already had the points, so we're we're winning the medal. We're giving each other points. Yes, and that is simultaneously the most embarrassing and yet the greatest thing I've ever heard. Excellent. So points this week go to Michael Booker, Andrew, and Isaac, and I'm going to put that on the board. <laughs> the captain Jean Luc Picard medal. So what we do here, folks, is after analysing the episode, we award a classic three, two, and one for best characters. Brownlow style. Yeah, Brownlow medal style for those that are local, and for those that aren't, Google Brownlow medal. But I'm sure that, oh, but surely they know Brownlow medal in Finland and Belgium, don't they? Well, speaking of which. Yes. Our Belgium listener. Our Kevin. Kevin. Yeah, Kevin from Belgium. Currently at the same level of listens per week. He's been sustaining it on the level, but Finland has caught up. Oh, really? So there's a Finnish listener. That has Who's listened to the exact same amount of pods as we've put out. Made a play for the title. That's right. So oh. I'm not sure if that's a Kevin or a, a Mika. Or From Finland? Yeah. Um, oh, gosh, gosh. I, I reckon it's Marnus. Marnus? Oh. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, um, if you are the listener from these countries... Marnus from Finland. And if you're on Twitter... Yeah. Send us a tweet at Unplanned Trek. Unplanned Trek, because we want to know what you, what's going on with you. So, apparently I'm giving the, these ones this That's episode. Right. The positive votes are coming from Andrew Hogan. Okay, so, well, uh, one vote, and this is almost a default vote. Empress Philippa Giorgio, okay. whose image is seen on the tree... At the start say, of the episode. I, I couldn't remember her interacting with anyone. Ah, uh, she didn't. Her image is on the tree yeah. that is the tree of life or the family tree yeah, the, the, or... The, yeah, it was a, the, not a traditional family tree in the sense that you could be non-biologically related to someone and be uh, in their tree. Was it the tree of Sarek's kids, though? Oh, it wasn't big enough. Oh, no, it was far yeah. too small a tree for that. <laughs> yeah, good point. Silly me. But uh, she gets votes anytime. Anytime yeah. there's even... Uh, in fact, Michelle Yao... She's get, on your tree. Oh, totally. <laughs> Top of my tree. Yep. Yeah, she gets votes. Crash and Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah. Mm, 100%. Love it. Okay, so she gets votes just because she exists yep. in the episode. Okay, I can uh, take that. Okay. One vote only, though. Yep. If she, if she had it actually... Wow, look, and this is very appropriate that um, a, a cat, my cat, Thomas Wayne, has just approached us because two votes 
Go to Grudge. Fantastic. The Queen herself. Grudge had a lot to do. In fact, you could do. argue you've, you've got given votes to two queens. I have exactly. Yeah. You see where I'm going with yeah. this. So Grudge had a lot to do this episode. Grudge had to had to um, do a withering stare at Booker quite a few times. Yeah. She was pretty unimpressed with being moved off the console. She yep. also gave stink eye to his imaginary dad. Yeah. Because the imaginary dad was sitting in her chair. And you could pick that. She's That's on the right. console giving him absolute stink eyes. And get off my chair, dude. Yeah. An imaginary bloke, get off my chair. Yeah. Um, which makes you wonder, if Grudge could see imaginary dad, was he really imaginary? Well, you know my theory about Grudge, right? Mm, uh, no. Mirror universe. Oh. This is the mirror universe. That is mirror grudge. They've done the old swap. The, the real grudge is actually really nice. Ah, and this, that, that's a fantastic theory. Yeah. yeah, except how would you tell if they're... I mean, cats are all assholes anyway. Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think it's like, just the name. Like, the other one's like called Forgiveness or something. And there's, right. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, so... Um, so who was the star? Two votes to Grudge and three votes. Mm-hmm. Three votes. Joanne, I was taken. Who? I was taken. She drives the ship. Oh, I thought you said Joanne. That, that's her first name. That's her first name. Yeah. She hasn't introduced herself in the show enough for me. To, for me oh, to we're, actually know we're her warm, name. dear personal friends. We're on first name basis. Okay. Yeah. You're not. No. She doesn't like you. Um, so that's why I've never introduced you guys. She's like, I don't. Does I, she I don't want to meet her. No, she won't listen to it. She only listens to you. Yeah. Yeah. She actually edits you out. Literally. Wow, that's a lot of effort. Oh, she doesn't. <laughs> she, she doesn't. She puts her fingers in her ears and goes, yeah, 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 like that, you know, when you don't want to hear something. For me, I'd have to do that in one ear. <laughs> good, good point. You're very, you can keep the other hand free. That's right. I can wave. I wasn't thinking waving, but anyway. <laughs> I can do all those things that Alanis Morissette did with one, while having one hand in her pocket. I did something with one hand in my pocket. I know. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I should have waited. <laughs> Wait until afterwards, <laughs> but uh, no, Joanne gets the gets the three votes. Okay, because, um, do you want to explain why? Because she just never gets any credit for anything. That, and yeah. I just think she should. That's more the writers than her, than well, her though. That's why they got no votes. Mm, that's true. She's great. She drives a ship. She can hold her breath for a long time. That's her special skill set. Yeah, that's right. She can, can't she? Yeah, yeah. She's a bit of a fighter too. Yeah, yeah. Was she one of the three people that left the gym at one point? I uh, yeah, I think so. With Detmer, she was in the yeah. Detmer was in the gym, definitely. Yeah. No, I think she was. Yeah. yeah um, but it's a pretty good skill set, holding your breath. Yeah, party right. trick. Well, great three votes there. Yep, that's. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, th- I think that's a hundred percent. Okay, well that that's that's the main point. As long as I believe it. The Keiko Alan, O'Brien don't Medal. I really have to explain, but I will anyway. The Keiko O'Brien Medal is for the three characters who maybe didn't cover themselves in glory in that, the episode. That's right. And I'm doing it this way. You are. So I'm giving one point to the dot. <laughs> the one that got destroyed. That's right. So for doing Peanut Hamper's job. Oh, you mean Wally? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that looked like Wally. Yeah. But was doing the job of Peanut Hamper. But not as funny. And... Oh, Peanut Hamper's not funny. But for, for doing the job and dying and not interacting with anyone. They also seemed very upset. Oh, yeah. They that, seemed overly upset. At they the were dot. more upset about Dot than they were about... About the, someone else. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm giving two votes to Zora. <laughs> yep. 
uh, lacked confidence. Mm. I've written, don't have a mental breakdown in non-space when everyone needs you. Yes. Um, didn't suppress the internal fire, mm. but allowed the dude to be sucked into space. Yeah. So there was a lot of fire happening on the bridge. There was. But which she could have easily suppressed. Mm. That's, that's Azora's job. This is the thing, right? So many times in Star Trek, when emergency bulkheads get, fall into place or, with, you know, shields or emergency mm-hmm. force fields, mm-hmm. why don't those emergency force fields uh, appear where the hole in the hull actually is, mm-hmm. not 20 feet inside, inside the corridor? That yeah. just seems a big design fault. Mm. You know, like, okay, so we've got this. I'm a Starfleet engineering. We've got this idea. We're going to have these emergency force fields that appear if, if a hole breaks in the mm-hmm. ship. Right, so we're going to put them 20 feet further inside the corridor. Uh, no, Barry, why don't we put them where the hole is? Don't be stupid. Mm. That'll never catch on. Mm. No, 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 no. We'll, we'll put them over there. Mm. But why not put them where the hole... No, we're not putting them where the hole is. That's right. That's ridiculous. Mm. Mm. It just it seems very it, odd. It does. It is odd. Mm. Um, I also had... I actually think Zora was the thing singing. I don't think she popped on a CD of her favourite jazz tune. I think that was her singing. But we I'm basing that was. on the short Trek Calypso. Okay, yes. Yeah, have you seen that one? Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, so I think it wasn't the time for singing. Do the job. That's Ooh. what I've written. Um, but there was one character that annoyed me more than that. Did not be Joanne. It's not Joanne. That's good. It's Booker's dad. Oh, totally. <laughs> Imaginary dad. Yeah. So, look... <laughs> I'm like everyone else. I've got father issues. Oh, right? Don't but we all? There's no need to call your son a coward. That was harsh. Yeah. Um, I've got was mean to his son. Mm. Doesn't want love or happiness for him. No. It's a bit like, you know, the traditional, you know, father from yesteryear that goes, that's the school I went to and I turned out all right, so it'll be good enough for you. Well, he needs to be angry and upset and mourning his dead planet rather than looking for success and happiness in life. But also the thing is, it's, there was a great big non sequitur there where it's like, like he was dissing Booker for having a girlfriend mm. as if having a girlfriend prevents him from having revenge for his planet getting... Mm. Like, you can do two things at once. Mm. You know, like, Booker can have a girlfriend and... Find who made the DMA and kick him in the ghoulies. The run DMA. The run DMA, sorry. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> correct term. Um, he did make like, the point that if she has to choose, that Michael Burnham's going to choose the Federation over him every time. Starfleet is what he said specifically. Starfleet. Yeah, yeah right. it's even more, even, even more of, a, of a narrow thing. Yeah. But, but again, makes no sense. Because in, we already know... Unless you're actually Jean-Luc Picard in Starfleet, you can have a girlfriend or a boyfriend. Mm. Totally. Right. Yeah. Jamo had Mark. Remember him? Oh, yeah. He, she mentioned him so often. Yeah, that's I know. Right. I, could, I, I, got, I got honestly sick of her talking about Mark. It used to just it grind my gears, it did. It did. It just yeah. used to get on my goat. Yeah. Got on my goat. Are you pro-Mark or anti-Mark? Oh, totally anti. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, well, I, I have a theory that Mark didn't exist. I've got a theory that I've just came up with in my mind. I think you saw the look in my eyes. I did. I saw the light bulb above your head. Mark is the caretaker. Oh. He sent her to the other side of the galaxy so he didn't have to put up with her for the next 80 years. Because he was probably sick of her whinging about coffee. Yeah. yeah. All the time. All the time. Mark, make me a coffee. Could, could, could we just... Coffee, Mark? No. No, you can't have one. No, Catherine, no. You've had 47 coffees and it's only 9 o'clock in the morning. 48's a sweet spot, Mark. No. No, uh, 
No, Mark is just, yeah, I don't think Mark existed, to be honest. Oh, right. So the opposite to what I said. Well, let's face it. Mm -hmm. I mean, she had Irish bartender. Yeah. Who who didn't exist. Um, She was pretty keen on him. She also liked Tom Paris the Salamander. Uh, Tom Salamander. Mm. Yep. Paris Amanda. Paris and Amanda. (laughs) Parisander. (laughs) Tom Parisander. Anyway, Booker's dad. Booker's dad. Three votes. Us. And you know what? He's not even Booker's dad. No. He's he's not Sarah. No, of course not. (laughs) Was there a sex candle? No. line of the episode. So uh, I saw you taking some notes surreptitiously. I did. I did take a few notes. Which is why you do this award. It's right, because you don't take no, notes no. and you can't remember any lines of the episode because there weren't any great ones. Oh, there was um, yep, that line, on. that one where they said the thing. Yep, that's when yeah. Michael Burnham said, light it up. Ah, <laughs> oh, that was a good line. That was. Light it up. It's better than let's fly. Mostly, yeah. Yeah. We've got... Um, now, I've, I've written this down because it was Bryce saying a line, and I thought that was worth oh, Just because down. he said yeah. a line. <laughs> he said, long-range communication is down now too. Mm. He also gave us the definition of sonar. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Sound, navigation, and ranging. Yeah, so... Sonar. And no one else... Sonar, sound, navigation, and ranging. Mm. No one cared. No, everyone <laughs> just looked at him and went, yeah, well done. Well done, communication geek. Yeah. And we've got, and I'm going to try my best thespian here. Oh. I said thespian. Oh, uh, yes. I've, uh, I've got a friend who's yeah. a thespian. Uh, I'm it, it's, it's not about the game. It never was. Hello. It's can about just, you. Can we just clarify that your son just claimed he's magic because he opened a door he also, with his hand? He also may have got line of the episode. What, it's magic. magic, it's magic. Yeah, but uh, I'm, his definition of magic differs from mine because that wasn't very magical. And you've got to get a better magic trick than that, mate, because, <laughs> like, I've opened the door myself and it's not that great. So, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, that's Henry. He's also only, only managed to get halfway through the door. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he's trying, though. He's so, yeah. All right. It's not about a game. It never was. It. It's about you. I did it. Ah. That's what it. Michael Burnham said to Zora. It's about you. I did mm. it. Zora was pretty self-centred before that. I, oh, not I centred. She was it. having a mental breakdown. Yeah, but she only cared about herself. Well, that's what self-centred means. Good point. <laughs> Good point. But why would Burnham want to make it even worse? Oh, yeah. yeah. You're feeling self-centred. It's okay. It's about it's you. It's all about you. Yeah. And, and Zora would have gone, I oh, know it's all about me. I'm literally going to destroy the ship because it's all about me. That's Because right. I can't be bothered looking out the window. So are we going to go with light it up? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. The two Vicks yeah, the Tuvix medal is mm. for anybody in the episode who who suffers a notable death, or even unnotable, or even one that we didn't even notice. That's right, if, but we have to notice it for them to get the point, or else we're not acknowledging it. And if we're not acknowledging it, we don't have the segment. That's right. Uh-huh. It's a bit like the sound of one hand clapping in the forest if it no if, it's a, tr- if a tree falls down. No, the one hand clapping in the forest after the tree has fallen. Right, and no one noticed. No one noticed. Yeah. Okay. I'll edit that bit. It wasn't as funny as it was in my head. In my head, it was great.
in your head, it was pretty good. It yeah. was awesome. I know. <laughs> Line of the episode oh, material. 100%. Who doesn't, but, who doesn't listen to my bit of the episode again? Um, everybody. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the two Vicks medal. Um, no, we had two deaths. Yeah. We had the dot. We did. Yeah, the dot, which the, which everybody was incredibly sad about. Yeah. And we had... Ensign Cortez. Ensign Cortez, which everybody was not so sad about. Even Dr. Pollard didn't seem to care. No, uh, Grumpy Doc right was... Right in front of her. Grumpy yeah. Doc was sort of, uh, did, did everyone make it? No. No, yeah. She didn't bother it didn't to... Say, she didn't expand on it. She didn't say who? No, she just said no. And Burnham on the bridge didn't say, oh... Could you mention who? Who didn't make it? She no, just moved on. Yeah, okay, thanks for letting me I think out. she just assumed, oh, well, that's Cortez. Oh, that's one, that's one extra seat in the, yeah, that's in, right. uh, at the kitchen table. In fact, I can get a little bit closer to the big screen on movie night. Oh, absolutely, yeah. because that guy used to hog everything. Hog the good totally. seats. Yeah, yeah, you can. You can. Just to clarify, I'm just giving Henry Thunderbird two. Dogs wag tails And cats don't like to be seen this one's for Grudge, cause she is our queen. Am I right in saying this is your favourite medal? That depends which medal we're talking about. <laughs> you didn't hear me playing the guitar just then? No, no, I was, I was totally um, paying attention to something else. Yeah, well this is the Grudge medal. Yes. And um, for new listeners and old listeners alike, this is where we award points for a pet or animal being in the episode. And we this... named it after Grudge, and who's in it? Grudge. A whole big point coming Grudge's way this week. And Grudge was magnificent in this episode. Exactly. Too. She just had the best stink eye at everybody. Yep. Uh, already, you know, didn't like, didn't like Booker's imaginary dad. No. Great. Yep. We got, didn't like him either. Got JLP points. Yes, from that's me. right. That's right. Yeah. Always, and now, now Grudge number two. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Probably so would have got. A Mournhub medal if there was another cat on board. Oh, could you imagine? <laughs> spot. <laughs> spot and grudge. Well, because we know I mean, spot, spot's a uh, spot. I was going to say ambidextrous. Tra- that's, that's, that's the wrong word. more of a trans yeah. cat. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Yeah. Do you know someone had a, th- had a really crazy theory online that I read the other day that's blown me away that... Um, the spot that had the babies mm-hmm. in the episode is just a different spot. The first spot dies. Wow. Like why, a why did we assume that it was the same spot? Mm. Like, sure, like basically what this... I can't believe I, that I never thought of this. So that Data just calls all of his pet cats spot. I mean, you've got a good name. You've yeah. got to use it. Well, I've called all my pet cats have been Tom. Mm. So when I was a little kid... Yeah. And in fact, my dad had a cat when he was a kid yeah. called Tom. Yeah. When I was a little kid, we had a cat called Tom. Then when I moved out of home, I had another cat called Tom. And now I have a cat just over there called Tom. And yeah. so all my cats are Tom. And so we just always assumed that that was the same spot. But there's no reason to assume that. So do I have to give all these Tom... Folks, this week, or are we just giving it to Grudge? Oh, no, just Grudge. Just Grudge. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Tom watched a bit of the episode. that was going to be a lot of admin for me. Yeah, okay, good point. <laughs> Tom, 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 Tom. Yeah, no, yeah. look, Tom, Thomas Wayne over there did watch a bit of the episode, but he didn't pay he, much attention. And didn't like the bit that it saw. No. no. Well, do you know why? Because he saw Grudge. Yeah. And Grudge like, the Queen. Yeah, and why is Grudge, why is another cat on my television? Exactly, that should be me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, oh, and look, by me, I mean Thomas Wayne. Could we actually clarify to just... To listeners, my cat Thomas Wayne is indeed a, a Maine Coon, just like Grudge. Mm, that's true. And he has actually the very first time there was that Grudge was seen on the t- on in Discovery. I paused it to show Mrs. Hogan mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. there's a cat on Star Trek. Thomas Wayne hated it because mm. I paused the screen. There's this cat on my big screen TV, and he was not happy with that. Mm. 
So I was not, from then on, I had to fast forward bits with grudge. Wow. I had to skip grudge, skip grudge. so the cat didn't get upset. Who owns the house? The cat. The cat, got it. That's <laughs> you've owned a cat, you yeah, think, okay. I think you know how the, yeah. how the rules work. Yeah. yeah, there's the cat, then there's my kids, yep. then there's Miss Hogan, then there's me. Right. Yeah, I'm a long way down. Yeah. I hope they don't listen to this podcast. Of course not. Yeah. <laughs> listen to it. They, they deny it exists. Should have they used a saucer separation? Now, I've said this before, but I love this section mm. because I sit back and watch the master go to work. This is where my good friend Andrew here, co-host of Unplanned Trek, puts his uh, writing hat on. My thinking white floppy hat. His jaunty writing hat. Yeah, that's right. And comes up with a theory on if they had used... A source of separation, how would have it improved the storyline of this oh. episode? So how could have Stormy Weather and indeed the Starship's Discovery benefited from having a, well, um, a source of separation? There is an absolute plot twist going on in this one. This is just magnificent because Discovery has got detachable nacelles. Right, that song by King Missile from the early 90s. Yes, 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 detachable nacelles. Great song, great song. Yeah, yeah. Um, King Missile, listen to this podcast. Oh, of course they do. So, this episode would have been better if, and and I'm not even making this up, Disco does literally have detachable nacelles. Yeah, we see it happen. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. So, they're stuck in unspace. They need to know how to get out of unspace. Mm -hmm. They could have sent the two nacelles off in two different directions. Mm-hmm. To find where the door was to get back to north, back yep. to space space. Yep. So you get out of unspace. You send like they send a dot, right? They they sent mm-hmm. Wally, which was mm-hmm. cyst, which mm-hmm. was stupid. Send a nacelle. Yeah. And the nacelles can just burn around the place, and because because they're a nacelle, like they it's literally the job. Make, it's their job. It's their own, they have one job only <laughs> to fly in space. You see, and this is not even this is not even making this stuff up. This is absolutely true. And so don't detach the saucer section. Detach the nacelles, which leaves. The saucer section, you see, yeah, it's it's a, it, it's a it's a, you know you say potato I say potato. I mean, if you detach the nacelles, you've technically left the saucer. That's right. So it's a reverse it, detachment. Right, it's separated by stain. It's undetached. Or right, mis- so we have to make a new mint. Misdetached, attached. <laughs> so it's not detached; it's attached. Detached. Yeah. So so the saucer it stays attached. <laughs> And the nacelles go off and find a way out of unspace. Attached. Oh, can it be attached? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll vote yes. Look, when I started that story, I wasn't sure where it was going, Me and, too. and now I understand that I probably should have. But hey, it was a good story. It was entertaining, and you looked like you enjoyed it. I did. I did. Yeah. And and um, by this time next, well, the, by by the next disco episode that we spit up, right? I'm going to name the nacelles. Oh right. How mm. many nacelles do they have? Two. One on each side. Hmm. Have you not watched the show? They're not as noticeable as the spinny thing. But what a hat. You've just come up. So do you, do you think maybe there's, there's spare nacelles? Yeah, of course. You put one on the top. You put one in the... In the or, you, know, do you in leave, tube. or do you leave one back at Starbase yeah, in yeah. case, like, changing tyres on your That's car? That's right. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Because I was going to say... Why ships only have two? You could put ten on there and go faster. No, you have two on and you have eight spares. Hmm. It's like in Formula One. 
you know, yep. like, like in V8 supercars when yep. they change tyres really, really quickly. You know, thought in V8 supercars, to make it more realistic, the driver should have to go inside and pay for the petrol with his credit card and buy a mobile phone charger and like yeah. a microwave pie. Some sunnies. Yeah, or some sunnies, yeah, something yeah. like that. That would make the pit stops yeah. a lot more interesting. Yeah. And, he's, and the car doesn't work when he taps it and he's got to think of his pin, um, all that stuff. Are you a rewards member? Yeah, that's, oh, yeah. <laughs> no. Do you no, want to be? No. <laughs> And just make, I just think, because all that happens is they pull in, eight seconds later they drive off again, and it doesn't seem to be the quite petrol, it's, it's not the it, servo experience no, that I have. That's right, that's mm. right. Yeah. Yes, but, it, but I digress. Well, the, well but it's, it's valid, mm-hmm. a valid point you make, and I know that the heads of the FIA do listen to this podcast. So I think that the two nacelles should be called, uh, port side should be called Steve, yeah. and the other side should be? Terence. Austin. Oh. Steve and Austin. Because they're cold? Uh, no, because that's a Bionic Man's name. Oh. There's no context to it. I just want like Steve and Austin. You do like Steve and Austin. Yeah. 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 So Austin's on the starboard side. Steve's on the port side. I'm, okay. not, I'm not taking notes on this. Oh, well, you, but you need to because if I, we have to have continuity. So if we we have up to have a, continuity? Yeah, if we spin up a disco oh. episode and I suddenly start calling them Terence and Philip, that's not going to work, is it? Well, that would be ridiculous. Yeah, of course it would be. Some say that it's Kirk And others know that it's Garrick But my contention is that the alpha male of Star Trek is Sarek Sarek's lineage It is our belief Ugh. We both believe it, don't we? Oh, we do yeah, That everyone's father is Sarek Oh, I believe anything yeah, that's true. Pretty much. But we're not just talking in the Star Trek universe. This is real world oh, stuff in, too. Oh, in the universe. Yeah. Sarek is dad. Hmm. You're my bro. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. What Sarek's we... not a bro. No. He's a player. <laughs> oh, he is. He's a player. Yeah. He's a dad man. Yeah. He's, in yeah. run, he's in Run DMA. He is. Yeah. <laughs> he's actually in yeah. Run DMA. Yeah. In fact, he's the one that they told to walk this way because he couldn't do any oh, walking. Oh, of course. That's uh, right. He's been so busy yeah. on extracurricular activities. Hello, yeah. Sarek. Yes. We are going to analyse here who we think actually does have a direct line here to Sarek. Oh, I think it's pretty obvious. It is, isn't it? It's Cortez. Yeah, Ensign Cortez. Ensign Cortez. No got, longer meant for this life. No, it got sucked out. Got, he did. Sucked in. He got... Sucked. <laughs> That's wrong. Yeah, he's, he's in non-space. And he wasn't... As are we. And he wasn't... And he, and he wasn't... Um, he wasn't, shall we say, mourned by anybody. No, especially not. Mourned. And? Hub. Sarek. Sarek <laughs> doesn't mourn his kids. He doesn't need to. Well, because he can't. He doesn't know how many. I mean, he can't mourn them. Otherwise, he'd be mourning everybody who ever died. That's right. Because every time someone dies, right, like Sarek gets a newspaper in the morning, goes mm. to the death section, yeah. and looks up all these names and goes, I think that was mine. That was definitely mine. Definitely. definitely, was, definitely. Yeah. Oh, maybe this one. And then, he, so he doesn't do that in, anymore because he gets too confused. He also gets confusion at the birth section as well. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even. He, he, Amanda cuts that section <laughs> That's out. Right. She literally gets a pair of scissors. Unsubscribed. And she cuts that section out. Speaking of unsubscribing, um, you can do that if you haven't liked this podcast or... But don't. Yeah. Well, what we'd prefer is you to do is get in contact with us. You yeah. can send us a tweet at Unplanned Trek. You can see us on Facebook and Instagram at the same. You can. And you can also, if you get us from a specific podcast place, write a review. One. I think the Apple one allows you to do it. Oh, right. Yeah. The other ones allow you to give it like a... a Five star 
Well, there'd be gold. nothing below five. No, because it's gold what you're getting here. Is it out of five? Or is it's it out, out of, of ten? Because <laughs> five, five out of ten wouldn't million. be good. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, I think, look, that'd be fantastic. You can um, you can hit us up on the tweets. We're always on the Twitters. We are. We like the Twitters. We certainly do. And um, would you like to know what we're watching next week? Oh, I'm hanging to know. we're nearly halfway through the year. Yes. We haven't spun a Voyager yet. Oh, wow. Not this year. Not No. Since you joined the podcast full time, we did we did one or two when you joined late last year. Mm. We haven't had one in 2023. So what have we got? We have... Next Generation, mm-hmm. The Masterpiece Society. Oh, The Masterpiece Society. Can you remember mm. this one? It's season, It's late. It's season five or six. Okay. So if it's, it's five. And five is very much the sweet spot. I think it might be one of those ones where they go to a planet, they spend, mm. they get very invested in that planet, mm. and they never go back never there. Never go back there again. I think it's that one. It's not, but it's not... Wesley gets the death penalty for stepping on a flower. Oh, no, I can't wait to get that one, though. That is just the most oddest thing. Yeah. That entire story. Like, who pitched that idea in the writer's room? Gene. It's got Gene written all over it. It has, actually. And it was early season, wasn't it? It was. Because because it was, like, so lazy. It was like, right, we go to a planet where everyone jogs, Mm. but if you step on a flower, you get killed. Speaking of which. And we let, apparently, they let them join the Federation. With a ridiculous oh, yeah. law like that. Yeah, which we don't have on our other planets. No. But I mean, the, saying that, watch the Masterpiece Society this week. Do that. Then you'll be ready for our next podcast where we talk about the same. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Until, Until then, then, guys, live long and prosper. strangely about Star Trek. We do? You do. We both do. And we hope you'll join us. You can find Let's Talk About Treks wherever you listen to podcasts.